the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. And I'm so glad that you stayed with us today because I have an attorney on the line and she has practiced attorney uh, practice law for 35 years. So much experience. Her name is Renee Fair. And the biggest case ever was the case of her sister. So I know you want to hear these details. Welcome, Renee. Oh, thank you so much, Jennifer. I really appreciate you having me on the show today and asking me to share um, my personal story. Yes, personal stories are so powerful because they offer us hope when we see how others have walked through a difficult time. I can't imagine uh, such a difficult time that you must have walked through. And you've even written a book about it, The Wheels of Justice. But what, why don't you, would you like to just start at the beginning and tell us about your sister's case? Yeah, um, I'm from a family of four girls, uh, born and raised in a small town in, in central Illinois. My dad was a farmer. My mom is a nurse. We're, we were raised Catholic, so we were raised in in the name of God and, mm. and very much participated in church and prayer and, and practicing. Um, unfortunately, my oldest sister got into a domestic violence relationship mm. and was, was murdered by her oh. husband. Oh, my. Um, yeah, uh, mm. 30 years ago. It was October 5th, 1990, mm. when, when she was found. I'm so sorry. Um, by, by the oldest of her three children, who was only six at the time. Oh, the kids found her. Yes. That's devastating. It is a very tragic, horrifying story. Um, And very remembering the times back in 1990, I always like to say that was pre-OJ. And so lots of people didn't talk about domestic violence. And in fact, there weren't the resources or the laws or the aid that is out there now. Um, pertaining to domestic violence. So when you heard um, this news, I mean, as a law, were you practicing law at the time? So 35 years you were? Yes. So you yes, were a new I lawyer? a young lawyer, um, literally less than a year out of law school and was away from my family. I was practicing in Florida when my husband showed up in my doorway and I looked up and was like, oh my God, he killed her, didn't he? Mm. I, that's what I said when I saw him. He didn't say a word because I knew it was mm. going to happen. Mm. Um, it had been so intense, and um, we—I just—I I just knew it was going to happen. Even though you know, I—you know—I prayed. My mom is a very prayer, prayerful person. Mm. We all prayed that it wouldn't happen. Yeah, and then it did. Shocking. Um, yes. And it's it's hard to make sense, right? Especially when right. you're in the thick of that. And I just 
I couldn't understand why why our God would let that happen to my sister <laughs> or to my family. It just didn't seem like we deserved it, mm. and I had a lot of a lot of questions like that. I it it took twenty seven years mm. <laughs> to actually prosecute her husband who really? killed her. Yeah. And who everyone knew at the time, you know, from me saying it when I found out about it, um, to talking to the state's attorney and anyone, <laughs> anyone who knew anything about the case, we all knew we did it. Um, so what about the children? So, did they call 911? I mean, how did, how did it unfold? Um, what actually happened was my sister was a neonatal nurse. Um, she grew up nursing animals. There wasn't an animal she didn't meet that she couldn't tame <laughs> or nurse back to health. She turned that into human beings and became a nurse and specialized oh. in neonatal, which is newborn baby nursing. That's nice. She did not show up for work, and her work knew that she had been going through difficulties with her husband, um, although now people tell me the only thing she said about him, even back then, she was so sweet. She said, he's not nice to me. Oh, That was what she would say about him. So were there were no other red flags of, of this problem or anything at the time? In hindsight, yes. When we were going through it, we mm-hmm. were naive. Yeah. And she was very secretive. And mm-hmm. plus, being raised Catholic, divorce... Um, you know, it was not acceptable. Divorce was, is a sin in the Catholic Church. Mm. Um, and so there were just lots of different things at play. Plus, right, she was embarrassed about it. Yeah. And um, she had she three little children? She had new, she yes. had preschoolers. Yeah, she had, um, at the time of her death, a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a 15-month-old. Oh, and my. the nurse on duty called her home. Um, and on the second time... The, who she recognized as the oldest answered the phone. And she said, where's your mommy? Put your mommy on the phone. And he says, I can't find her. And she said, well, go find your mommy. And if you can find her, bring her back to the phone. If you can't, come back and tell me. Mm-hmm. And so what he seemed like he was gone forever, mm-hmm. but he came back to the phone and, and in a very proud way, he says, I found my mommy. And she said, you did. And he said, yes, she's asleep in the garage with a rope around her neck, and I can't wake her up. Oh, my. And <laughs> yeah. and the nurse that had called the home knew this as a testimony. I mean, she, she, did, yes. she probably didn't have it recorded because it wasn't a 911 call. No, but she immediately flagged another nurse over. They, she worked in a hospital and had somebody call 911, and she kept the oldest um, on the phone until, um, you know, uh, the, the police responded. Wow. So she had been um, placed in the garage and attempted to be hung um, with a ladder staged beside her um, to make it look like you know, suicide. she committed suicide. So it but, took you 27 years to prove it wasn't suicide. Is that really what you had to prove? Yes. I mean, yes and no. Um, it was made to look like suicide. Their, the ligature around her neck was um, horizontal, which means she really didn't die by hanging because the rope would be more vertical. Mm. 
Um, she had lividity patterns on her back, so they could tell she died flat on her back. Um, rug burns on her heels and her one elbow because she'd been dragged across the carpet. Oh, my. Uh, there were tips of rubber gloves and the rope around her neck and under the ladder, and she didn't have any gloves on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, there were all kinds of evidence mm-hmm. that indicated she did not commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Um and, but it's, you know, and everybody knew he did it, but how do you tie him to the case? Right. And there was a condom at the scene, but back then DNA testing was very different. Okay. And all they could do was not exclude either one of them from the inside and outside, you know, within X probability or something. Well, let's pause for a second. Aside from being a lawyer, I can't imagine how your your thought your thought processes and everything. But so we have about two minutes. How how did this affect you as a sister? You're a sister. You know, this is someone you love, let alone to start the process of finding justice. But how did that affect you as a sister? It it was the most tragic thing I'd ever experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I now have children, and I think to lose a child would be, you know, that's losing a part of you. But in a sense, a, a sister, we were very close mm. with, you know, the the next closest thing to losing a child. Yes. She was a part of me, too. Oh, um, And I felt very responsible for her death. You did? Why because, did you feel responsible? Because she had called me for help, and I was I was helping her. Mm. Um, but you know how we do, we place things on ourselves that other people don't place. And I place that I failed, I failed her because she called me for help and I, I, I couldn't keep her alive. (laughs) You didn't know the severity of it. uh, Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just, there's only so much you can do. And, and I just was, I was young and, um, really took on a lot of that burden. Um, didn't realize it at the time. It didn't feel like the burden at the time, but um, hindsight is twenty twenty. and really over the years surrendering myself to, to God and, and getting to know him in a different way, I, I've come to understand a lot more of what I did and why I did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to find an internal peace that I found today that I, I want others to be able to find if they can, because it's amazing. So God has ultimately brought you that peace. Yes. Well, and we're going to run out of time. Tragedy. Mm, just yeah. Tremendous tragedy that you have experienced, but so many others have as well. And they want to hear about this hope and this peace that you found even through the darkest, darkest of situations. And so we'll have to continue this conversation on the next show, and I don't want you all to miss this. This is Renee Fair. She's an attorney of 35 years and a, a huge case, and it, it, it turned it turned out. We want to hear about that again. So I'm Jennifer Jackson. You are listening to Simply for Women. I hope you will check in with us tomorrow because it's going to be a great, great interview part two of this story. Well, you've been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer, and I want you to do me a favor. Go to jennifer-jackson.org for more resources. 
You've been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.